0: Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios. It's the Clerical Errors Podcast, the podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. All right. This is an exciting day. Welcome to, from the. Well, we're not exactly completely in the the uh, Toxin Tasting Studio. We're at the uh, we're at the Clerical Heirs Office Party. Hooray! So it sounds a little echoey today. It's because we are in the office party.
1: Hey Vicar, did you want any of this punch? It looks pretty good. Can you uh, pass
2: me some over here?
1: Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Here, here you
0: go.
3: Oh, Jerry! Everyone, try a Christmas wreath cookie with a uh, little red I'm, hot. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch my figure. Okay. You know, more Christmas tree and not Santa Claus. Well, oh, these are
1: these are vegan. Oh, phew.
3: Well, <laughs> in that case. And this, uh, the cider is really good too.
0: Yeah, so we are having our clerical heirs office party. We don't. This is our first one. Yeah, it is. Bull Hagen, <laughs> Berg. We we said this was a clerical heirs podcast, didn't we? Uh not not quite. But... Okay, this is a clerical heirs <laughs> podcast, and so we're we're gonna take you along for uh, our. Uh, our office party, and we're welcoming you to the party. So,
3: welcome. So, Bullhagen's here, Berg is here, Vicar is here, and our producer, Peter, is here. So, once
1: again, I am here in the building.
3: So, we were going to have a um, a, a, a <laughs> gift exchange,
0: right? We were. Yeah. And uh, this is typical clerical
3: heirs podcast
0: form where um, we don't always prepare like we should. <laughs>
3: yeah, so the only one who brought a gift for this white elephant exchange or or uh, secret Santa was the vicar. <laughs> so I mean, you know, good job Vicar.
0: Yeah that, that's going in your uh, report back to the seminary. Very dedicated. Wow. you haven't even looked at the gift yet.
1: Well, I mean, so this is a white elephant gift, right and nobody brought gifts. Well well Vicar brought it so he gets his side. So yeah, Vicar, you get who gets the gift? Well, you, I'd like to point out, last week I brought a gift.
3: That is true. You did. You did.
1: That's right. I did bring a gift. Now I'm not, you know, you know, it's it's definitely not my call. Of course, you know, I'm just the producer of the show, and spent weeks, you know, working on the show, <laughs> every waking moment, <clears throat> you know, lots of time
0: and effort. Wow. Well. You know, you think you're having an effect, but pastors hear that kind of guilt trip all the time. Yep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to understand that this gift was purchased and uh, thought of with a vicar's uh, salary, you know? Sure. And, uh, you know, I put a lot of time into this gift. Uh, It's... uh, it's from uh, a very affordable store, mm-hmm. but I added some real sentimental touch that I think will be appreciated the
3: most by Pastor Bullhagen. Okay. Ooh. You're right. I do not like sentimentality.
1: <laughs> well, I just had a brain blast here. We're, we're working on uh, a new studio, a new the, the second edition of the Toxin Tasting Studio. Maybe we can frame it and put it on the wall, whatever it is.
2: It's already framed. Oh. Oh. All right. All right, Pastor.
1: Here we go. So
0: it's
3: got a beautiful stocking here. All right. (coughs) It's all red, and it's got ermine at the top. Pull it out of the stocking here.
0: All right. That's a beautiful stocking. Did you make that, Vicar?
2: No, that was purchased. Very affordable, though.
0: Oh, look at that! It's it's a it's a box that says it's a p- picture, but it says "Born to Sparkle." <laughs> and? <laughs> and it's got. Uh, oh, oh no, you're leaking. Sequ- <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I said, you know. Sequins. Oh, look at that! And it's got my picture in it. Wow. Peter, by the way, do you recognize this picture that's in it?
1: Let me see here. <laughs> I I'm not sure that I you your friends used to stare at that every day. No, 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 no. My friends used to share stare at a picture of you holding a uh, an ice cream cone wearing an Iowa State shirt. Oh. That is a different picture. That
2: picture of you pastor, I think came from your time down in Tampa.
0: Okay. I don't remember getting that taken. Well,
2: I found it <laughs> somehow, some way. A vicar never reveals his secrets. Facebook is a wonderful <laughs> place. What happens in Tampa doesn't so, stay so in Tampa. I want Berg to react to the the whole experience.
1: Okay. I, I mean, it's, that
0: is a lot of sequins in there. Yeah,
1: it's super sparkly. I was ar- I was right. This definitely has to stay in That's, the new studio. Yeah.
2: What do you think about the phrase, born to sparkle?
1: Is, is, that,
0: the, is that the title of your uh, Christmas program? Uh, n- no.
3: <laughs> that, that, is, that, is, that is not the title. It, it, it might not be
1: the title of your Christmas program, but I'll tell you what, it is the title of this podcast. So, so if people
0: ask me, uh, you know, why I am who I am, well, I was, I was born to sparkle.
3: Yeah. Yep. yep, we're we're just hanging it all up for everyone at the office party to see. Great.
0: So the, the picture that I was referring to, Peter, that looks kinda like it was uh Peter, you wanna
1: Yeah, so uh I used to go to college at Iowa State. I flunked because I didn't do my homework, it was great. Uh but while the time the the time I was there uh <laughs> <laughs> that really tickled you, huh? <laughs> Yet I managed to get a podcast out every week. It's it's the truth. That's what college teaches you. Uh, so while I was going there, though, I had my family uh, over at one of the dining centers, and uh, they had at all the dining centers It was basically just a you know a cafeteria buffet kind of thing. And uh, they had these screens that hung off the ceiling that you could tweet or send them Instagram posts or whatever. And if they approved them, it would go up and cycle through all these different posts on the TVs. Well, my father had an Iowa State polo, and I thought it would be funny as a joke that it looked like he was he was probably an employee wearing his, like, Iowa State polo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was eating an ice cream cone. So I had him pose with his ice cream cone and put a post on there. And they approved his post. <laughs> now, the thing about this is these posts just cycle forever. Ah. Uh... And there were maybe 20 posts on this TV. And so all of my friends from Hampton who knew my father... Constantly seeing him stare down at them every time they were eating, <laughs> posing with this ice cream cone, and they they a couple of them told me, yeah, they just had to smile every time they saw him.
0: And that was like at all the cafeterias.
1: All mm-hmm. the cafeterias had that same screen. Yes. Wow. So all the the whole campus at one point there was probably a picture on of you on some screen at every point of the day. I wish I would have found that picture. <laughs> well, that's but a good per- picture though. It's probably on my personal Twitter still. All right. So, use. uh
0: so uh before we get the the rest of these fe- festivities going of our of our office party, uh so many texts to preach on. Is there one burg you wanted to to
3: talk about today, anyone particular? I don't know. Uh Vicker, take your pick. Which one? should we talk about today? Well, you're preparing one for John 1.
2: Yeah, let's let's talk about John 1. Okay. Which is the text for uh, Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you going all the way to verse 18 of John 1? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're doing the whole Got, thing. Gotta go big or go home. That's right, I suppose. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I don't really know the history behind uh, why this text, when it came into the the use in the church for Christmas day uh, because kind of ironically John is the only gospel. Well, Mark as well, Uh, you know, Matthew and Luke are the accounts of Jesus birth that we're familiar of Mm -hmm. with. And we would think we would hear one of those on Christmas day. And uh, instead we get John one.
0: The way I I always viewed it was this is uh, you have the, the actual birth in, in Luke that you really focus on on Christmas Eve, right? And, and I, I think of it like the catechism, and then Christmas Day is the what does this mean?
3: Right.
2: Yeah, in rich, in rich theological language, uh, which we were talking about uh, before the show today, um, that this section of John uh, is known as the prologue of the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. but it almost covers his entire content of the whole Gospel right. in 18 verses. So... Um, I'm thinking particularly of verse 14, where it says the word uh, became flesh and d- dwelt among us. And, um, and, and that verse is, when I read the whole section, that's the, the Christmas, you know, in a nutshell, uh, the Christmas kernel there. For the whole thing, so
3: oh, Christmas kernel.
2: Yeah, well, you know, this popcorn at the party just made me think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you get it some, up?
3: Peter?
1: Nah, I'm not a huge popcorn no. fan. Chicago yeah, style. You got your, you got your yeah. choices here between yeah. the
0: caramel, the cheese, or together. And then what? What's this other one here? <laughs> oh no! Is it plain, just butter? I think it's. <laughs>
1: it looks like just butter.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the big tin. Who brought that one? I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring that Berg?
3: It wasn't me. Okay. It should have been me, but I've been forgetting a lot of things. Hey Vicar, how
0: would you describe the picture on the tin?
2: Well, you got a nice uh wintry mix coming down on a nicely lit village with a looks like there's a carriage ride going on mm-hmm. with uh, Santa at the at the reins. I don't know how Santa? Berg would feel feel about that. I think it
3: just looks like an old guy. Oh, well. <laughs>
0: Maybe it's Crumpus. <laughs>
2: oh, that's
3: right. <laughs> I wish that—that's a popcorn tin I could get interested in. <laughs>
0: and so, Berg, uh, we, you're way ahead of the game. You got your sermons
3: almost all done. Yeah, yeah, I'm. That's not the Bullhagen way, right? <laughs> yeah, we're a little different that way. But uh, yeah, I'm—I've prepared for this text, and you know, I guess where I was going is—is is that um, you know everybody wants to go home for Christmas, right? Everybody mm-hmm. loves the past. You know, we love it when we're kids, you know, that, that magic of opening the gifts, you know, grandma cooking in the kitchen, all that great stuff, right? We love the past. And Christmas is a time when we uh, bring back a lot of traditions, right? That, that remind us of what's come before, right? And we hand these traditions down uh, from one person to the next. Well, there was—even the pagans got this. The Romans actually had a holiday right before Christmas— it was called Saturnalia, and it was a time when they celebrated what they thought of was the golden age of humanity, a time when uh, all the crops uh, grew of their own accord so people didn't have to farm, uh, there was no war, stuff was awesome, and of course it's named after the god Saturn who ruled over this age. And most of the year he was shackled or bound by these uh, woolen manacles, right? But during this time they would actually take these woolen manacles off. Right? And it was also there was a dark side to this too because there was a lot of gambling and drunkenness and overeating and sound kind of familiar. Yeah. Right. It sounds like our office party. Right? <laughs> 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 Except for the whole drunkenness
1: part, right? I don't know, man. I see the the poker tables going strong over there. That's the truth. <laughs> But,
3: you know, but that's the thing. You can never recreate the past. We don't have that power, right? Mm -hmm. Time continues to throw her slings and arrows at us daily, and we can't turn back the tide of time. But when we hear this gospel lesson from John, we see that, in a sense, time is turned back because it sounds a lot like Genesis. In our K, ton logon right? In the beginning was the word. The word was in the beginning, right? This sounds a lot like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, what does this this word, this person word come to do, who is not only with God, but also is God? Well, he comes to show us his glory, to dwell among us, a return to Eden, right? Just like our first parents had Mm -hmm. in the garden, And he comes to show us his glory, a glory that we are not going to be scared of, a glory that isn't going to kill us, but a glory that we can enjoy and revel in and uh, be in awe of. But what's the difference? The difference is exactly what Vickers said. Uh, This word, this person word became flesh and dwelt among us. This was something that our first parents never had. God never dwelt among them as one of them. He didn't become their brother, but he, did become, but he did become our brother. And that's the thing, is that our Eden is a greater Eden for the simple fact that the Son of God became one of us. And that's what we celebrate. And that's why our traditions are so important, right? Because what are you handing down to the next generation? Is it simply a Saturnalia of you know, drunkenness and social havoc and chaos? that only lasts for a few days and then goes away? Or is it an actual rebirth? Is it an actual return to Eden? Is it an actual dwelling of God with his people in the flesh?
0: Well, Christmas, to dovetail what you're saying, Christmas always seems to bring a lot of disappointment when it's over with. Right. Isn't it kind of a sad day when the trees put away?
3: You know, and people spend all of this time and effort, right, and they worry so much about it, and they're just miserable, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, telling somebody, well, we're going to have a good time at Christmas, right, when you're all frazzled and um, out of sorts, right? And, of course, it never, never happens, m- right? Right. Well, one thing that, uh, you
0: know, I would like to say I have my Christmas sermon done, but I don't. <laughs> But one thought that I think of, of the graciousness of Christmas is, is you think about the history of mankind up until that day that Jesus was born mm-hmm. and how the whole world has a history of, of hating God, hating his ways. Um, the children of Israel to which Christ came from, you know. They were a fractured, broken people. You know, God bent over backwards to make a covenant with them, and they didn't really have any time for it. Mm-hmm. And you think of how any other place, you know, if, if, a, if, if, if you've been betrayed or if, if you're not liked, if you're hated, if you're a sworn enemy, if, if there is a God... There is. I mean, if you would think of a God who would be coming to that world, you would think of a God who would come in fear and scare everybody and finally show these numbskulls, you know, who he is, right? Right.
3: And, and you would think— Kind of like the bouncers at the door.
0: Right, right. Hey, Bill. <laughs> so when, when God sent his son to this world, he sent him as a baby— Hmm. Um, who who on earth is afraid of a baby? So when he, my point is, they're not scary. They're not frightening, right? He comes in a in a very way that you don't have to be afraid of. God sent His Son in the form of a a baby, and when when Jesus would grow, He was not someone that would would cause fear. He was a normal looking man. So much so, people. Felt comfortable approaching him. And uh, Christmas is a time where where people can, who maybe have been away from the church, they can think, well, it's frightening, isn't it, when people have been away to come back? It can be, yeah. Because it's, well, they're afraid of all sorts of things. but But as God sent his son to be born as a baby, born to die for us, Um, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, he came for you.
2: And another, this isn't from John, but if we look at the Luke account with the shepherds, right, uh, they're out just minding their own business with their sheep, and all of a sudden the heavens are ripped open, and and there's a whole heavenly host. And you got to think that at first they were terrified, you know, Mm -hmm. but then... You know, where does their journey, their journey leads them to Jesus. They see the sign, the baby in the manger, and they return rejoicing, glorifying God for, for what had been told them. And this is, you know, when you talk about people who maybe have left the church for a while and um, Christmas is a time when they come back. Uh, we pray that they would come back to the manger, come back to where Jesus is. And be reminded of what had been told them through the many years, through the church, through Sunday school, if they went to parochial school, whatever the case is, and that they return to the fields, return to their station in life, their vocation, glorifying and praising God, ready to return to the manger once again the next Sunday when Jesus is going to be there to forgive them. So that's just another that's from Christmas Eve, uh, the mm-hmm. text for Christmas Eve, the Nativity of Our Lord. So um, there's so much here that we could talk about. Yeah, but so, we have a party to attend. That's to. right. Well, I do. I gotta, you know, serve the appetizers here.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Vicker,
2: um, I will need you to write some things down for me.
0: Do you think you can across uh, the the large talks and tastings campus to to maybe your cubicle to get uh, like a piece of paper to write some of these down because my tw- top 12 list is, I think it's going to be epic and it's, it's one of those group think things. We do like group think. All right. Okay. Just like the Borg. So Berg, what's the, the most annoying song? Oh, by the way, Peter, play the intro. Enough nonsense.
2: It's time for Bullhagen's top
0: 12. So Berg, what's the the most annoying Christmas song? Oh, most annoying
3: Christmas song? There's so many. I, I mean, I'll give you a hint. It's got 12 in it. Oh, the 12 days of
0: Christmas. Right. So, this is my idea for the top 12 list. Is uh, We each take one of the t- top 12 things. And we need the 12 days of Christmas, right? And, uh, and we're going to replace the gifts of the 12 days of Christmas with something that is more clerical error appropriate. All right. Something that we think would be much, much better. So, and so if we could write these down, I want them written down. it will be easier to remember when we have to sing it. Oh, don't steal my thunder.
1: (laughs) Ah, well,
0: what? I was going to have us when we're done writing them down. (laughs) <laughs> then actually at the oh, end. Oh, I thought you
1: were going to sing it as we go on.
0: No, we're going to write, we oh, think this will be better and then have it written down so that at the end we actually have to fumble our way to sing it. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, uh so uh who wants to go first? We'll do go go around the uh, the office here.
3: Wants to be brave and start first? I'll go first. So, uh, I'll start with 12. Number 12.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I've got number 12. Traditionally, it is, uh, what, 12 drummers drumming? I don't know.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm trying to look up the lyrics here. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking up the lyrics, but it's going through the entire lyrics.
2: I think you're right. Okay. (laughs) This is a traitor. Can
3: you just scroll down to the end? 12 drummers drumming.
2: 11 pipers drumming.
3: All right, so...
0: Um, we at the clerical errors, when we think of, uh, 12 drummers drumming, that kind of gives us a little bit of an anxiety
3: attack, doesn't it? (laughs) I thought you'd be on for the, for the drummers. You think so? Yeah. You kind of look like a drummer to me. Well, you know, I do like,
0: I do like my beats. So, so I will go with, um,
3: uh, 12 sick beats. Number 11. So 11 is 11 Pipers piping. And that just sounds awful. Um, So let's see here. 11. I'm trying to think of something for the show that would be. Uh, Like John Piper? Yeah. (laughs) Peeper?
0: Something with peeper? We can, we can edit all our discussion. Yeah, Eleven, 11, 11
3: <laughs> peeper post-its. How about that? Okay. Eleven peeper post-its. What's a, a post-it meaning? Like, so in your... Sticky note. Yeah, sticky note. Okay. And
1: Piper meaning? Or peeper. Pieper, the, the peeper.
3: The great... Uh, Lutheran
1: theologian. Yeah. Oh, f- yes, of course, him.
0: Francis Peeper. If you don't know who he is, Peter, uh, uh, what was the rap name
2: we gave to him? <laughs> Oh,
3: I don't remember. A that, long time ago.
2: <laughs> Number ten. Well, the traditional song is 10, made some milking," and you know, we do like drinks on the Clerical Errors podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't know if milk has been a a drink. And well, milks
0: week. milks had a rough to- rough go of it lately, haven't they? Prices of milk have kind of fallen through the
2: that too.
1: I mean, they'll so. never come up with a as good of a uh, at marketing campaign than "Got Milk." That was really a, a genius. Yeah, a genius marketing <laughs> campaign, right? Like, would that work for anything else? Like the Apple farmers of the world, you think they could just be like "Got Apples"? That yeah. doesn't work. That doesn't it, work. It
0: would work for beer. <laughs> so, oh, that's fair. So,
2: uh, so I'm thinking. Okay, so we're going along with the with the drink kind of sure, sure. theme here so I'm thinking uh, 10 bottles of bourbon
1: okay I like it
2: I like All right? it alright so
3: 10 bourbon bottles okay let's bourbon do that alright there we go the poet over here he's helping me out I appreciate it do it again <laughs> number 9 uh, is it 9 ladies dancing that's right ladies dancing <laughs> <laughs> want to change that <laughs> I don't know I kind of like that one <laughs>
1: I mean, I can't wait till we're done with the podcast. We can turn the music up and the uh, right. the girls over there can get going. <laughs> oh, <no. Uh-oh. laughs> come on. Um, all right. So the original one is ladies dancing. So uh, instead, we're gonna go with Vickers dancing.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Wow. They've got they've got rhythm. All
1: right. <laughs> well, some of them do.
0: Uh, uh, ah. <laughs> all right. Number eight. The traditional one is. Burgers? Yep. Uh,
3: well, I think at least what I have here is uh, I had 10 Lords. What, what What did Vicar have? Mil- have maids no. of Milking. Yeah, no, 10 I, Lords of Leaping, and then it's eight Maids of Milking. Uh, so Well. So. Doesn't matter. All right. Eight Maids of Milking. So, who. It's still you. Right. Right. So, what, should I, can I
0: swap out uh, number yeah. 10? You do Lords that?
2: of Leaping. Lords of Leaping? Sure. Yeah, do yeah. Lords All
0: of right.
3: Leaping. Eight Wh- Lords of Leaping. Okay. Um,
1: what is that even? Just, like, just dudes yeah, just, that are jumping? Yeah,
3: just, you know, nobility jumping for whatever no? reason. All right. Well, you know, if anybody knows me very
0: well, I'm a big fan of the NBA. <laughs> yep. Yes. And they they got maybe not Lords leaping but they have LeBron that's true LeBron's dunking all right (laughs) (laughs) sure why not
3: although we're gonna have to start getting more of a theological edge to these (laughs) number seven the original is seven swans a swimming um See, see okay, uh for for the Christmas season, we'll have seven saints a slapping. Because as we know, Saint Nicholas uh smacked Arius in the face at the Council of Nicaea for saying that <laughs> Jesus is not God. So uh, and uh, and like how you say for our listeners as we all
0: Of know. course, yes. yes.
3: It's that's I don't want to appear pretentious, right? Right. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I, I thought you know, if you were a, a vicar, you would make it. You'd have to make it into some sort of a baptism reference, you know, because the swimming water thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: I I don't play that way. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Six geese a laying. See, at the seminary, geese are just annoying, right?
2: <laughs> right.
3: But then you also have like the childbirth aspect too, right? Because the geese are laying eggs, right? True. Six and wife's birthing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's way too that's need to be twelve. <laughs> oh.
4: Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Be careful! There a lot. We don't want to offend all the people at the party. Right.
3: That's, That's... true.
2: I I I mean I I like that. Do you?
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so what was it? Six semis birthing birthing number five. Five bad mistakes. <laughs> nice. Or should we go with my other one? Was bad ideas. We've mastered that. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>
3: number four. Four calling birds. I will go with uh, uh,
0: instead of birds, right? Mm -hmm. You know, updating this with birds tweet, right? Right. What do we need?
3: Four bad tweets. We need some (laughs) tweets, right?
0: So we're going to go with four at me bros. Nice. I like it. it.
3: (laughs) Number three. All right, number three, three French hens. Um, let's go with three clericals. All right. Or three cleric bright. There we go. Because we're all pretty smart. There you and go. In the SMRT. Number two. Two turtle doves.
2: Man, I was going to do something about two... Two clergy. Mm. Oh. Two clergymen. But I don't want to make it too... Well, here's the thing, Vicar. To help you out, okay? I know
0: two happens to be one of your favorite numbers. (laughs) That's true.
1: Two (laughs) arms and legs. (laughs) Two testaments. Four (laughs) kidneys. I was going to go with two microphones. (laughs) Yeah. Because we, we, we
2: only f- have two. <laughs> Love it. Two microphones. And number one.
1: And I want to go with, and one state that doesn't watch our show. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma state. Oh. And one state that doesn't watch our show. How about this? One Oklahoma. How does that work out? <laughs>
0: All right, one state that watches our show.
1: One state that doesn't watch our show. One. Okay. I don't really want to use watch, but I'm not sure. Or maybe hear. One state state that doesn't hear our show. Hear our show. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. One state that doesn't hear our show.
0: Okay. What I'm going to do is, Vicar, I'm going to make some quick copies. Okay. Nice. And then we each sing a verse until we're done.
1: (laughs) Goodness. Hey Vicar, while he gets those copies, what are you thinking about right now? Vicker! Born to sparkle.
2: What's Vicar? thinking Vicker!
1: <laughs> That's a fantastic what's Vicar thinking about?
0: On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me
3: a state that doesn't hear our show on the second day of christmas my true love gave to me two microphones and one state that doesn't hear our show
2: on the third day of christmas my true love gave to me three cleric sprite two microphones and one state that doesn't hear our show <laughs> On
1: the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, four at me bros, three clerics bright, two microphones, and a state that doesn't hear our show.
0: On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, five bad mistakes, four at me bros, three clerics bright, two microphones, and a state that doesn't hear our show.
3: On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six wives birthing, five bad mistakes, four at me bros, three clerics bright, two microphones, and a state that doesn't hear our show.
2: On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven saints a-slapping, six wives birthing, five bad mistakes. Four at-me-bros, three cleric sprite, two microphones, and one state that doesn't hear our
1: show. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Eight LeBrons dunking, seven Saints a-slapping, six Semuars birthing, five bad mistakes. Four at-me-bros, three cleric sprite, two microphones, and a state that doesn't hear our show. On the ninth
0: day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine vicars dancing, eight LeBrons dunking, seven Saints a-slapping, six Semwines birthing, five bad mistakes, four at Me Bros, three Cleric Brights, two microphones, and a state that doesn't
3: hear our show. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten bourbon bottles, nine vicars dancing, eight Lebrons dunking, seven Saints a slapping, six M wives birthing, five bad mistakes, four at me bros, three cleric sprite, two microphones, and a state that doesn't hear our show.
2: On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers, peeper post it's. (laughs) Good night ten bourbon bottles nine vickers dancing eight lebrons dunking seven saints a slapping six sem wives birthing five bad mistakes four at me bros three cleric sprite two microphones and a state that doesn't hear our show on the twelfth day of christmas my true love gave to
1: me
0: 12
2: stick beats 11 peeper post-its 10 bourbon bottles
1: 9 vicars dancing
2: 8 lebron's dancing Donkey. 7 sa- saints a-slapping 6 Some wives birthing 5 bad, bad mistakes. mistakes 4 at me bros 3 cleric sprite 2 microphone
4: And a state that, that doesn't hear our
3: show Here's looking at you Oklahoma
1: <laughs> Man <laughs>
0: Somebody think of our top twelve list, Peter.
1: <laughs> that was a collaborative effort. It, we, we worked hard. We'll worked we'll see if it were if it paid off.
3: So Berg, do you have a blasphemy? I do not. Not
0: today.
1: I actually have something I'd like to talk about.
0: Ooh, real time right. from Peter. So this is a uh, well Peter play whatever entry you want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I got, I want to hear you guys, you guys' thoughts on this. Um, I went to, usually I try and go to church when I can't make it to Hampton and I try and go to the Sunday night service. I, I work a night shift as some listeners may have figured out by now. Um, I usually work a night shift, so it's hard for me to get to church usually in the morning because I'm tired off of my long shift. So I try and go the Saturday before. And I didn't make it last week, and so I went to the Sunday morning service, and instead of the normal church service on Sunday morning, they had the children's Christmas program. So I went to the church service, and they started off the service before the service actually started, was someone, a kid was playing uh, Hallelujah on the violin.
3: You mean like the one from Shrek?
1: Yes, like the one from Shrek. Boo. And then they did another Christmas song and then the uh, service started proper except it wasn't a service. It was a concert. There... It was... Um, I would argue even, you know... There there are children's programs that they do like, you know, Christmas Eve or something. Um, but they really... There was no... They did the readings. The, the kids did the readings. And then they put hymns in between. And then where they would have maybe some kind of message from the pastor, they had a guest pastor there who did a children's sermon in front, and that was it. Then they did a couple more songs and sent us on our way. Mm. That was the only input the pastor had. The pastor that is actually there wasn't seen. I mean, like, he was there, but he didn't do anything. The, The kids did the benediction from the back. What the kids did the benediction from from the choir loft.
0: Okay, uh, a couple things is,
1: uh, but I, I appreciate your point of view in in that. Um, I went I went to try and have a church to go to a church service where and I think that was a communion Sunday too, right? That was the third mm-hmm. the third Sunday they didn't have commun- I couldn't take communion. There was no service. It was just. You, the, kids yeah. reading, the kids reading the kids reading this the readings and some Christmas hymns and that's all I got for my Sunday morning service
0: because in that setting um, other people's children are
1: a lot less interesting to you well yeah <laughs> but you know I'm and I why do that for su- Sunday morning right if you want to do that do a it's not a church service do a program right mm-hmm. right.
3: Yeah, I just I mean, wanted to I hear your guys' thoughts on that because yeah, it bothered I, me. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I feel your pain because I, I feel the same way. Um, I think there is a place for like liturgical drama in the church. Um, there was in the 14th century, it was called the Corpus Christi plays where they would actually put on plays uh, that went from the beginning of the world all the way to the end of the world. And one of the ones that was very commonly done was called the Second Shepherd's Play, which was about the shepherds going to find the infant Christ, right? But these things weren't done in the church. Um, They were done outside of the church, and they were sponsored by, like, the local guilds, the local, you know, workers' associations, basically. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the children are not pastors. They're not. Um, Only those who are properly called, uh, should preach and teach in the church. Um, And when the children are doing this, this means that the children have authority over us. And that is not something that we want to do. Like you said, you missed out on the Lord's Supper, right? Which is way more important.
1: No confession, no Lord's Supper. Creed? No creed. Nothing. We did a Lord's Prayer and that's it.
0: And it's, a, and it's an Advent
3: Sunday, too, which which are very important. Each one is very important. Right, which we've talked about before. So, yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm feeling in a, a jolly mood today. So we could talk about, like, okay, what's the place of these things, right? Because I think we all agree that the children, like, what's the purpose of doing these things, right? It's good for the children. It's good. And why is it good for the children? Because, uh you know, it, uh,
0: one, they learn the story a lot better. hmm Number two, it, uh, it teaches them to sing, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and to sing in, in a way that's, that's good to, you know, in a, in a good setting. And, um, um, so those things are, are good about it. And we have a, a children's program that we do on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's something that's expected. It doesn't
3: kind of blindside you on a Sunday morning. Right. And, you know, I think there is a place for it. The Mm -hmm. thing is, is that um, should it take the place of the divine service? No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't take the place of the divine service. It is something that should be done, and it's something that should be um, attended, right? I think if people would, like— and I know people have places to go over Christmas, right? So that's why a lot of congregations have moved or moved away from doing it Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. for example. Um, if you're going to do it on a Sunday, have your service, then have a nice meal, and then have it in the afternoon. Or have your service, and then have cookies, and then have it. Right? Now,
1: now, I will say, too, I, I don't want to you know pile on too hard. They did do... That 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 church does do two services, so they did do a normal service later. Um, but I couldn't stay up for that. I had, right. I had to sleep. I had to work that night too. Right. Um, you know, so I couldn't, you know, just leave and come back later.
0: And I suppose it was probably advertised as well. But it didn't. probably
1: was. Yeah, I don't end up there every Sunday, so I I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't have known. But
0: I guess for for as a pastor. I think this is kind of what's behind the churchgoer moment.
1: Yeah, I suppose. You right.
0: Know? Because uh, it gives gives a side of, of the fact that you,
3: you went needed to be fed in the divine service.
1: Yeah.
3: And, and then you didn't get it. And that's very frustrating. And um, yeah.
1: I just kind of felt like, you know, why did I come to church today? Mhm. Like,
0: yeah uh, to be honest when I you, you sent a text to me and I kind of felt felt bad for you because I know you know I know it, it takes a lot
3: on, on those weekends you do work to get there mm-hmm. um, And I think for all those people who are listening, there are ways you know, because a lot of people are probably thinking at home, well, you know, how else do you get the kids involved? How else do you get the kids to do things? Right. And the thing is is that, there are ways to do it, right? You've got Sunday school, which can practice hymns that can be sung during the service that actually follow the service, mm-hmm. right? You've got all these things that we can do. I mean, at Saint at Saint Paul's in Latimer, um, we have kids singing every Sunday. They sing the Gradual and they sing the the verse, and so they're learning Scripture and they're learning how to sing every single Sunday, and it. And it's not a distraction from the service, and it's not something different from the service, but they're actually um, they're actually being auxiliary members. They're actually helping, right. right? They're actually doing what is is good, right? And that it all flows together, which is awesome. And and I would say, speaking
0: Peter on the side of the uh, the the clerics side, is is there are times where it's really becomes an issue of finding a time where everyone everyone can make it and everyone can come yeah uh, and there you know we said one of the, the the things we mentioned earlier is one thing that annoys us is the fact that it's it's really hard to get anything on the schedule sometimes
1: mm-hmm. i don't i don't i'm i kind of had the same thought as berg right away i was like why isn't this happening at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's still Sunday. Yeah. People aren't going to show up because football is going on. Is that the thing? Like, I I just don't get it.
3: And I mean, people will usually make time for their kids. The, oh, I mean, I, you I, can't
1: imagine. I mean, you guys know how packed it gets when there's children's stuff going on. It was packed. I had, I had trouble finding a spot to park. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time finding a spot to sit. It was packed.
3: But yeah, that's the thing. I mean... If people find it important, nine times out of 10, they'll make time for it. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if it's their kids, unless it's like something like life or death, you know, or something you have to do, like uh, if you're a policeman or you get called out on the fire, you know, on, on the fire truck or whatever, you know, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know why... You know, if they came to the early service, right, then why not just, you know, have it in the afternoon. Make a day of it.
1: That's what I'm, yeah.
3: You know? And I
1: So and I don't know. You know, maybe they've been doing this for years and years and years. Maybe this is the first time they've done it. We don't know. But I don't know. Do you guys, forgive me, I don't remember. Do you guys put... Elements of uh, divine service in your children's program, usually though, right? Well, part well, not not all of it, but like well, we
0: put we have we have a uh, benediction. Vicar does there, us yeah, a sermon.
2: There's an invocation. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you do prayer. You do right. Do, there's prayers there's to a the creed, church. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm actually doing a later service at 8:30 on Christmas Eve, just because. Um yeah I I just don't find the children's thing to be oh how do fulfilling I say? yeah, fulfilling and you know, and I want to have the Lord's Supper and I want to uh, be able to preach a full sermon, you know and uh and let her buck. and so, that was my way of, of doing it is that, you know, I added something else in.
0: We we, we do the, we do that at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the evening on Christmas Eve. I tried
3: too. to talk my wife into that, and she wasn't going for it. So <laughs> I just kept going l- lower and lower, and it's like, okay, let's try 830. <laughs> so, but, no, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, for what it is for, Like there's a, there's a, you know, there's actually a good reason for it. And I wish we would even do, uh, an Easter one. Right. You know, because I think that is even more important for the kids to know. They should know the Bible passages that of why Christ had to be a man. Why did Christ have to be God? Why, you know, why did he die? Um, it just doesn't belong in the divine service. Right. And I, I,
0: I would say this too, is, uh, um I would say I can see I can understand why it was done that way.
1: Right. And I do too. I just
0: Because, you know, to be able to say, well, we've had this many people on a Sunday that So so I, I can understand, you know, what was going on there, but but I definitely hear what you're what you're putting down.
3: Yeah. Unfortunately everything gets all muddled up, right? There needs to be like clear distinctions between things, and when there aren't clear distinctions, then then things get really messy.
1: If you if you're gonna go to if you're going to church on a Sunday morning, you should get a service.
3: Right, you should.
1: You should get a service.
3: Amen to that.
0: Because because I you probably notice and and Berg knows this about me is is I'm someone who always tries to understand. Mm-hmm. What goes behind all those things, and not jump into conclusions? Because right. I ask members to do the same thing of me all the time.
1: Right, and and you know that, and that's why I kind of brought it up to you guys. I didn't just you know sit and stew over it. Right. I wanted to talk it out a little bit. Sorry right. for bringing the my dirty yeah. baggage in. No, no, that's good. That's
0: good. That's good. Shows what's behind the the blue collar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's the thing, guys. If you have questions uh, for us. Uh, questions on something we've said that needs clarification or um, questions that you have about you know not only what we've said but maybe what you see in church or or um, uh, theology questions or whatever. vicar where can they uh, where can they reach us at?
2: Well, we're all over the world wide web. You can find us on, at our Facebook page. Uh, just put in that search bar clerical errors, a so good uh, tweet at us. For those four at-me bros, maybe <laughs> give uh, Bullhagen a couple more than four. That'd be nice. Or they could email us um, at clericalairs uh, feedback at clerical org. And Peter has, this is going to come out before Christmas, right? So This will
1: come out three days before Christmas. Yeah,
2: so there's still probably an opportunity to email our producer at christmas at Airs. That's right. Yeah, so make sure you send him an email too. So,
0: All right. That brings us to our uh, attention deficit uh, Bible study. Peter, play the intro. Do you have impaired concentration? Then this is for you. It's the Impaired Concentration Bible Study. One verse, one verse only. All right. So, uh, Peter, spin the wheel.
1: All right. Here we go. Ah, what an, what an aft uh, verse that we've received here. Totally random, by the way, listen. Totally random. Totally random. It's uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 14. Wow.
0: Isn't that amazing, Virg? Yeah, God it, doesn't play with dice, does he? That's right. It, it's a God thing. It's a God thing. <laughs> ah. So, Vicar, would you like to read that,
2: please? Sure. Uh, this is the multitude of the heavenly host. Um Praising God uh, from the heavens on the night He was born. Glory to God. This is the ESV. This is important uh, to know the translation. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. Pastor Berg, what do you think about that translation?
3: Well, I'm. I'm not. I'm actually preaching on this uh, Christmas Eve for the late service, especially on this point because we all learned it. That- Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, peace goodwill, goodwill to men will will. toward men. See, in um, there are two different manuscript tra- types, right? There's one that is simply eudokia, which means goodwill. It's a noun, mm-hmm. right, in the nominative case, and then you have eudokias, which is in the genitive or the possessive
1: mm-hmm. of
3: goodwill or of favor, right? And so a lot of the modern translations, which employ text criticism, which is like, whose line is it anyway, right? Where, you know, the the scores are all made up and the points don't matter, right? <laughs> um, and they go with this um, really difficult and cruddy translation, right? And what does that, what does that give? Can you read it again, Vicar? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Pull it up here. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom He is
3: pleased. All right. So does the, you know, that, so that should that, that should that, raise that, some questions, right? right? It, it's, uh, it gives peace to those whom God is
0: pleased with, and uh, which could bring up some baggage of well, what makes God pleased with them? Right? Do they do something
3: right. so that way he is pleased Not with us? Not pleased
0: with us for the sake of Christ, but pleased with us. He's pleased with you. Now he comes to bring you goodwill. It's an order thing,
3: isn't it? Right. So it's an order thing. And uh, when we read the rest of the Bible, what is God's good pleasure, right? What is his goodwill? It is our Father's goodwill to give us the kingdom, right? mm mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians 1 says that God predestined us in love according to his good will, right? And this Mm -hmm. is the same word here, uh, eudokia, right? And so that's the thing is that when we talk about this, um, God is pleased with us all, not because of what we do or that we've prepared for his grace by doing good works or or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But he is pleased with us because Christ is born. Right. And Christ Mm -hmm. is going to die and Christ is going to rise again. And so for the sake of Christ, God is now pleased with us. Right. So the question is knowing all this. Right. And even so taking the theological aspect out of it. Right. Because, you know, the ones with whom God is pleased is they're everybody. Right. That's Mm -hmm. who he's pleased with. So taking the theological, so it's not a theological argument anymore. But, so should we have this more difficult reading that's prone to misunderstanding misunderstanding and bad interpretation? Or should we stick with what everybody already knows and which teaches that this is God's goodwill toward men for the sake of Christ? Right. I think so, right? Yeah. Because it, it completely changes. Because the that's meaning. the thing: is that the more difficult reading is the more difficult reading for a reason, right? Why right. would you? Why? You know, just like just like with any, and this
0: is a, a good point for for our listeners as they read the Bible, is this: is if there's passages that you read that you don't understand, take the passages that you do know and understand to help you interpret what you don't understand, right? Because that's really. You think of how many false religions came by by someone not understanding the book of Revelation or not understanding the
3: book of Daniel. Or, or Origin, right? When it's when Jesus said, making eunuchs for the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. he took it literally and... Uh, unicized you know, himself. Yes, unicized himself.
1: Berg is making a fantastic motion there with his hand. Yes.
3: Yes, uh... <laughs>
0: How, how many office parties do you know where they use the word unicized?
3: I, I don't know if that's actually a word, but it is now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so If that's only the there was a, a 13th day of Christmas we could have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the possibilities are endless. So uh, I'm losing focus here. Get me back to this, Berg.
3: All right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, this does actually affect you, right? Because... Everybody has their Bibles at home that they read, right? A lot of our listeners probably listen to um, New International Version. You know, that's what they read. Or they listen to the ESV, the English mm-hmm. Standard Version. Some might still do the King James. Some might do New King James, right? New King James and and King James are going to have um, an unearthed peace, goodwill toward men, right? Mm-hmm. These others are going to have... The more difficult reading, right? Um, the EHV is really good too. That's the Evangelical Heritage version that the Wisconsin Senate just came out with. Okay, and so I haven't heard I, of that one. Yeah, so I'd like to take a look at that sometime.
1: So, so this is a bit of a tangent. I think we may have mentioned this before, but uh, in general, which is your your favorite translation? Are we usually are we pretty much in the ESV camp here, or are we? Uh, I think ESV
0: is what we use on on Sunday morning. It just depends upon the purpose of it.
3: I know uh, a lot of people like the New
0: King James.
3: Yeah, I use the New King James uh, for our for our liturgical practice um, because it's close enough to King James, and I I just I've taken Luther's words to heart that you know you find one version and you stick with it forever. And it's about as close as we can get to the King James without all of the archaic language. It's not perfect, but...
1: Do you find that sometimes you'll slip in a different translation depending on the text?
3: Luke 2 is extremely hard to read uh, in the New King James or any other version. I've done it, and it's just... You really have to pay attention. And I I go in and out. I mean, I learned when I was a kid. I think I, when I was doing it, um, I would learn. Um, I started learning uh, New International, and then we went to ESV. And so I am all screwed up. I don't. Yeah. Well, I started. I don't know, I don't I started, know what I'm. I started with the RSV. Oh, that's the one that says that. Uh, that uh, in Isaiah 7 it says that a woman a young woman shall conceive and bear a child so that was an Elbato one <laughs> <laughs> all right know, it was a virgin so all
0: right so uh,
1: we should probably get back to the party
0: yeah well well uh, to close out our party what, what's something that people do at a lot of parties uh drink punch drink punch? Check that off the list, right? 12 Days of Christmas? Yep. Check well, that off the list. Know, we sang that. We sang so. that. We got the popcorn, the cookies. Much better. Popcorn. I, I prefer the cheese. I mean, if you look at my pants, they're kind of orange now because I tend to wipe my hands on my pants. So, uh, and but really, a true party then also has a little caroling, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought what we could do is uh, – is we can, because one thing I, I think that bothers Berg a little bit is when we carol we don't sing their really good Christmas hymns. That's true. And so, I thought this could be an opportunity for us to carol with Berg approved caroling hymns. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so do you want to call this a TLH caroling?
1: <laughs> well, we definitely can. We are an hour and fifteen minutes into recording.
3: So, bispic like. Should we just pick some verses? Yeah, let's, uh, well, let's start with, uh, this was a prior um, top 12, uh, TLH 103, To Shepherds As They Watched By Night. Let's do uh, three and six. Let's do three and six. All right. O oh, then rejoice that through
4: his Son God is with sinners now at one, made like yourselves of flesh and blood, your brother is the eternal God. Ye shall and must at last prevail God's own, ye are, ye cannot fail. To God forever sing your praise
3: with joy and patience all your days. Let's do uh, O Rejoice, Ye Christians Loudly, stanzas one and two.
4: O rejoice ye Christians loudly for our joy hath now begun
3: wondrous
4: things our god hath done tell abroad his goodness proudly who our race hath honoured thus that he deigns to dwell with us. Joy, O joy, beyond all gladness, Christ hath done away with sadness, hence all sorrow and repining, for the sun of grace is shining. See, my soul, thy Savior chooses Weakness here and poverty In such love he comes to thee Nor the hardest couch refuses All he suffers for thy good to redeem thee by his blood. Joy O oh joy beyond all gladness Christ hath done away with sadness, hence all sorrows and repining for the sun of grace is shining we we wish you a merry christmas we wish you a merry christmas we wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year good tidings we bring to you and your kin. good <laughs> tidings, tidings for christmas and a happy
0: new year merry christmas from the clerical heirs podcast
1: and may your christmases sparkle
0: Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, On Twitter, at clericalheirsp for podcast. Or email us at feedback at clericalairs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.